This episode of Global Impact is brought to you by Support DDS. Support DDS provides dental offices with complete front desk support that includes insurance verification, billing and collections, and reactivation of patients. Sign up for no contract services today on supportdds.com. Hi, this is J.W. Oliver with Global Impact, and we're glad you enjoyed us for another edition on how you can impact the world around you. Today, I'm joined by Reagan Robertson. How are you? I'm doing exceptional. I'm really honored to be on your show today, J.W. Well, I've known Reagan a long time, and it's exciting to have her. I'm going to read a little bio. Reagan is the President and Chief Marketing Officer for Productive Dentist Academy. As an award-winning marketing professional, she is driven to help business owners communicate with clarity so they can capture the market share they deserve. A certified business-made simple coach, I want to know more about that. A story brand guide, a color consultant for Iceman and Associates and member of the Women's President's Organization. She understands the importance of using messaging to generate revenue growth and make it a lasting impact in the community. She is also the co-host of the Everyday Practice podcast with Dr. Chad Johnson. Her personal passion is in supporting the arts, a visual artist at heart. Reagan believes all people deserve the opportunity to express themselves through multimedia and storytelling. Great bio. I love that. Well, thank you. So tell me a little bit about, the, just to jump off subject there, but tell me a little bit about your business made simple coaching. What, 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 what aspect did that change of what you're doing? Ooh, well, I, you know, when I started, I, I would say I'm eternally curious and it has been a gift to be able to work with dentists for the last decade who are also eternally curious, or at least the dentists that I work with are, they're voraciously hungry for CE, uh, you know, and I, I've always loved art. I never got to take art in school. I always took music and language. And so all my electives were always gobbled up by other things. And my career, I jumped into graphic design so that I could express art and I loved it. I really had a great time doing it, loved expressing myself that way. And then that led to, you know, the words behind the graphic design. And, and so I got curious about that and I'd written quite a bit in school. And so I got very passionate about that. And, and then I realized, wow, you know, it looks good. It sounds good, but is it really doing anything for people? So that got me curious about marketing management and what ROI meant. Uh, I met Victoria Peterson, gosh, over a decade ago. And she was my neighbor. And I remember going to her, not really knowing who she was and just asking her, you know, about this one tactic I wanted to try for the company I was with. And she said, well, can you track the ROI? And I said, I, I don't know anything really about that. So that got me curious there. It's just been a journey on top of a journey for discovery. So I, let's see, hmm, little over 10 years ago, I guess, I was with a company that folded and I was devastated. It was the best job wow. as far as a job goes, yeah, that I ever had. And that, so that changed the trajectory of my career entirely. I'm very passionate about helping businesses succeed because I realized you can have a skill, you can be super passionate about something, but if you don't have the business sense to run it um, well or effectively, you'll fold it, as my six-year-old would say, for no good reason. <laughs> so, 
so I, so I, we work with dentists. We have a whole business development team, even though I'm the, the CMO. And so my job is to attract dentists. It's very important for me to understand business from all angles. So this program was a great fit for me to uh, link in with messaging and figure out how to pull it through every aspect of the company, not just your marketing message. You know, it's, it's interesting. Uh, I, I can remember years ago, it's been a few years now, but I remember when somebody mentioned to me about EBITDA, I was like, <laughs> EBITDA, you know, and I remember they said it in the context was, uh, well, what's the EBITDA? I, like, oh, I don't know. It's about 27 degrees outside right now. And I thought, I have no idea what they're talking about. And so I think it's important that you're right. You can understand marketing. You can understand certain aspects like a dentist, right? Uh, yes. And, and we've both been in the dental world a long time, me, my whole career. And, and it's, you find there's a lot of dentists that are very passionate. They love dentistry. They love making people smile. They they like oral health. They like making people feel good. But one of the problems is they, they didn't have the business acumen. So That's right. no matter what your passion is, either you have to find somebody to run that business side of it, or you have to learn it yourself, right? And it, it's got to be a combination of both. And, and yes, and the yes and to that is you also have a lot of student debt that you're piling on top of your head. You also have a family that you're likely starting on top of your head. And if you're not an associate and going into buying a practice, now you have that debt on top of your head. I can see and definitely relate to how overwhelming it must feel very quickly that even the thought of delegating the business side of it could be overwhelming. Yeah, it's, it's we, we, I don't think we get caught up in the minutia on purpose. I think we do it out of necessity because many times we don't have the, the 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 resources or the ability to go hire somebody outside to help us with that. So we're always looking for somebody to fix it. But because of our resources, we got to fix ours. And now we're just really busy and we don't have time to really focus on the business. But I wanted to talk about how uh, PDA, uh, Productive Dentist Academy, your podcast, everyday practices that you do with uh, Chad, uh, how... Uh, that has integrated into how you can use that in a ministry. I always say in a ministry, because whether it's a Christian ministry or whether it's just a personal ministry, uh, we all are in ministry of some sort. We're all in discipleship of some sort. And so, you know, I know uh, that, that uh, PDA for now a couple of years have had a couple of our team members from support DDS working there. Sifo uh, uh -huh. and uh, Yananai, is that right? Did I say his name That's right. right. And, uh, and, and so, you know, you, Productive Dentist Academy or PDA has been able to make an impact through them because we then obviously contribute to various ministries. But tell me the importance of, of making an impact with your business is within either, even your own team, but also externally. Oh my gosh. Well, making an impact, I think, gets back to leading your life with purpose and with meaning. And it's very interesting from a from a business perspective, you know, your numbers tell a great story and um, paying attention to that, you wouldn't, you wouldn't really think about making an impact. Like, for example, you might just write a check and know that that's your charitable giving for the year and, and, and that's that, but we're, you're really missing the, the much greater picture and that's what gets you out of bed every single day and gives your life meaning and purpose. Companies that have a beautifully well-articulated mission statement like really understand the why that sits behind it, not just we want to impact 
say, you know, our community with great dental care, they're, they're, they're missing a big section of that that helps team members understand how they contribute to that pit mission and that purpose in life. So when they get dialed in, you can make this fantastic impact, um, you know, to get everybody together and aligned and, and helping the community. And once you, I believe, once you get that piece straight, that's when you start to uh, go outside of those boundaries and see how you can create a bigger impact that can be, and it can easily be globally. We have dentists uh, all over the United States and abroad. We have dentists in Australia and New Zealand, and they all have different ways that they like to, to make an impact in the world. So sometimes it could be doing dental missions, uh, mission trips down. I, I did one down in the Dominican Republic that was a lot of fun, my first time being a dental assistant. So that gave me a great, <laughs> great appreciation for it. I had, I had a really good time. And it could also be locally, so it doesn't necessarily have to be uh, on a big scale. It can it can be right in your own backyard. So I think I think starting with what what do you want your purpose to be, or let's look at it this way: What would you like your? This is going to sound so morbid, JW. What would you like your obituary to say about you? No, no, I I, I think it's in true. I I, uh, I I actually had to speak at a friend's funeral, and we talked. My my whole talk was about the dash. It's like. What do you want that dash to be about? You know, you got we have an ending, we have a we have a beginning, we have an ending, but you know what's in that dash, and 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 what do you want people to say about you? And you know, not at the end, like oh, a great person, and you know, he lived and worked hard. It's like, what is your impact? I think that's important to have as well. Absolutely, and I think it is. I think it's especially poignant for healthcare workers in particular, because there's my as as my understanding of of overall body health has evolved in my years and my knowledge. I was very blessed to to have parents that were I would call them hippie parents. <laughs> they kept me on a very natural diet. They kept artificial flavors out of me for the most part. They and they instituted good you know good health practices for me. Yeah. Uh, you know, but when we when we look at dentistry and, and seeing how they're taught, uh, you know, it's very, I feel like the, the, the focus is you see it and you fix it. So you see a problem and you fix it. And in traditional healthcare in the United States, I see a lot of that happening. Whereas uh, if you visit Europe, you see a lot of focus on preventative care, which kind of gets beneath that surface. And I think that that to me is a, is a absolutely beautiful root cause for getting people up and purpose driven in the morning. It's not just about fixing the tooth. It's not just about, you know, putting the filling in. It's about Cosmetics, understanding. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, what's what's underneath that? What what is what's causing their their health concerns in the first place and really getting to the to Is your dental office overwhelmed with scheduling, billing, and even insurance verification? Sign up with Support DDS on a non-contract basis for all your dental office support services. Sign up for a free 30-minute consultation with our team members on supportdds.com and we will make a customized plan just for you. The root cause of that, I think that's very important. Yeah, that's interesting. You know, uh, uh, when was that, uh, came to, I came to one of Productive Dentist Academy's May events there in Dallas. Is that coming up on two years? Yeah, I guess two years ago in, in May, I, I've kind of lost track. I don't know if that's two or three years. It's because but, we like lost a year. <laughs> yeah, we did. I, I, it could have been five years. I don't really know now. Right. But I remember I was actually, it's interesting. You brought this conversation up. You mentioned the, the why. Uh, we were actually uh, having a talk with Renee. And uh, I remember I was talking to her about our business and what we did. She goes, you know, you just have completely forgot to say the why you do what you do. And this, you know, bell went off in my head like, golly, we need to start with the why, not finish mm -hmm. with the why. And, 
And I think we all need to do that in our, in our business, right? Or are we being a dentist because we're just trying to make a lot of money? Are we in business for ourselves as entrepreneurs because we're just trying to make a lot of money? But where is the passion that get, like you say, gets you out of bed every day? And, and you just mentioned something. We've got, we've got a threefold ministry. We, we look at our giving back as ministry within our business. So how are we ministering to our own team members? And uh, we do that in a lot of different ways. We've got, uh, you know, this, we've got two pastors that work for us in our office and they give pastoral care in different ways for all of our team members. We then minister to the, uh, the community that's around us there in Harare, which that's a community of 3 million people. And we've got a lot of projects we do there. And then we do things on a, on a global scale where we're, we're contributing to other ministries. So, you know, I think it's important that even, even let's lose a dentist is a good example. Uh, they don't have to go pack up and go for two weeks to Honduras and do dentistry out in the middle of some field to, to, to have this. Now that's great stuff. Don't get me wrong. And we need, need a lot of people to do that, but there's a lot of ways that you can do ministry just inadvertently through your business. Definitely as a dentist as well. I, I think the healthiest way you can make an impact is to actually impact yourself first. Yeah. Um, there, there's a lot to unpack uh, when it comes to owning a dental practice or multiple practices and why people do what they do. Uh, Donald Miller, is, he, he gave a great presentation the other day about the controls that sit in on top of our life. And I definitely see through the dentists that we help at PDA this play out. I mean, when you're a child, the parents dictate. They are in control of your narrative. They're in control of your story. And then you go to high school and secondary school, and then they're in control of your outcomes. They definitely drive the story that's in your life. Culture says that we get married. So we go and we get married because that's what we're supposed to do, right? That is the next step in our narrative. After that, children are a maybe, but your narrative is really your free will at that point. Nobody's yeah. controlling your narrative. And I think that can be extremely scary to a lot of people. And I also, I also think that it's very common to just sort of go with the flow. So if you're going to be a dentist, that's what you're going to do. And I can only imagine dentists that get out of school, get their practice and then realize, oh my gosh, I really don't like crowns at all. Like I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> right. Now I've invested in this. I've invested in this. I've invested in all of these different aspects of it, or I've bought multiple practices. I was just on a clubhouse oh, two nights ago talking to a group of doctors that went in and bought three practices and then said, oh my gosh, I didn't, I, I this is not what I thought it was going it's to be. It's a lot be. of work. Yeah. It's a lot, a lot of, work. of work and not the work that I wanted to be doing. But we put these, we put all of these expectations on ourselves and money is only really a piece of that puzzle. I don't think I've ever met anyone that really says I love money and all I want is money. I've not yeah. really met that. But what yeah. I have met is freedom. They want, they want to have the boats or they want to have the multiple houses. So that's, it is a goal of sorts, but it's not the goal that fills your cup. So you can go a decade or more. And I think that's why perhaps we see some of those midlife situations pop up because now you realize no one's in control of your narrative. Maybe you do have a couple of cars and a really nice house now, but that didn't fill your cup and you don't enjoy what you're doing on a daily basis. Now you're in a pickle. <clears throat> you know, it's interesting because <clears throat> when you talk about the, the, you, you mentioned about uh, people not liking what they're doing, kind of chasing after things. I, I remember uh, somebody was talking about building multiple practices and, and a lot of dentists, and you know this, they go by that second or third practice, but there was one thing they forgot. The thing that drives that per, per, first practice is them. And so yes. 
they they can't work 80 hours a week and they just think well i'm gonna go buy this other practice it's gonna run just like mine but until they put that model in to duplicate so I, i think that's true in our lives but yeah you're right you know i mean the old adage that uh all of us have a hole in our heart and the only thing that can fill it is Jesus. I think it's so true because we, we try to fill it with, uh, look, no, no, you know, don't tell my wife I said this, but you know, our spouses let us down, right? Our, uh, our friends let us down. Our, our parents let us down. Uh, we, we, people let us down. And, and that's what it is when we're always looking for somebody else to fill something for us, then I think we, we, we find a lot of uh, discontent. For sure. So it's about, hey, I got to I got to handle this myself and I got to do it with my relationship with Christ. And and also, I think I think fulfilling that passion, uh, you know, we had, we definitely get we definitely get more by giving than we do by getting. And uh, I think it's important to realize the more we give back, just my goodness, the better off we are anyway. Wow. Well, every day I agree with that completely. Elon Musk just said the other day, or maybe it was a few years ago. I don't know. Forgive me. I saw a TikTok <laughs> and he was speaking. He said, don't, don't put, don't put everything you have into a, a person, a place or a thing. Put everything you have into a purpose and a mission. Yeah, I agree. And right. You will find that everything else suddenly fades away. It doesn't matter anymore. You'll stay up and you'll know you're in your purpose and your passion. If you're doing it, you could do it 24 seven. I, you know, I remember when I, when I wanted to be a graphic designer and I hadn't gone to school for it, I worked a day job. And as soon as I got home, I ate as quickly as I could. And then I practiced until like my eyes would not stay open anymore. I, I, I gave away work for free. I did whatever I wow. could. I was so passionate about it because I truly believe that that art through, you know, visual storytelling makes a difference. I, I truly believe that. And that pulled me forward through any, I didn't have cable. I, at one point I didn't have a car. I, I mean, it, none, none of that mattered to me at all because I was, I was really fulfilled and purpose-driven. And, and it is definitely a, my, my highest and best goal to help small business owners get to that purpose-driven point, because that's where you can make an impact. You can't make an impact if your cup is not full, or if you're, like you said, JW, putting everything you have and inspect, expecting your spouse to, to fill up your cup, or expecting, you know, your, your family to, or your, I always say there's three buckets. I have my work bucket, my family bucket, and my community bucket. And I can usually, if, if all of those are, are golden, then I'm golden, and I feel, I feel good, but I have to be right with myself. Most of us, though, our buckets aren't full. Some, somebody's letting us down in one of those categories, or we're letting someone down in one of those categories. And that's the human, that's the human nature of that. You must accept that. So, so what do we do to get around that? I do think having a mission and a purpose is, is key to that. Yeah, you know, I, I think it's, uh, when I think about the, the businesses I've had in the past, many of them failed. And, and even I've just, I've got a, a, a business coach now. He's actually out of Cape Town, South Africa. I meet with I met with him this morning. As a matter of fact, uh, we meet every couple of weeks and he's really helped me to, to help me uh, to realize I need to do the higher level things. And I need to do the things that I have passion for. I mean, to give an example, I don't like accounting, you know, I mean, I'm not only, I like to really account for is maybe that I've got enough money in my pocket to get through the day, but I don't like accounting. And uh, there's certain things, I don't like HR functions. I don't like managing people. I like talking to people. I like dealing with them, but I don't want to be the management. And so, you know, it's helped me to realize that, that if I'm going to live my purpose and passion, uh, I'm, I'm reading, uh, you, well, what's the right behind me? Oh, Dan Sullivan's book, the uh, how, not the who, not the how. 
and and learning to 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 get into a position where you're not always trying to do everything yourself but mm -hmm. let other people and that allows you then to focus on your purpose and your passion because you may have this idea that i want to do ministry you know i want to speak to people i want to lift people up but you know if you're hunkered down behind your computer all day trying to get your emails answered and your business done there's no time for that and so no. if you're going to get your purpose and passion lined out in your mission statement then you also have to make sure you're not trying to juggle a bunch of balls at the same time absolutely i think what i think what a lot of small business owners are missing dentists in particular is frameworks for success it feels like a lot because it is a lot and your energy is being pulled it's called contextual changing so if you have to hop from one subject to a next or one patient to the next and you're trying to work in the business and on the business and you don't have a framework to navigate all of the different areas where your attention is being pulled, that is the quickest path to burnout, period. And business planning is such an unsexy word. It's so boring. But I do love I do love frameworks. And I do we over COVID because dentists were impacted so greatly uh, and having to be shut down and navigating waters that they've never had to even go near before productive dentist academy we completely shifted all of our curriculum made it online made it an interactive program with live sessions and a, and a very tight private community and we helped dentists get very clear on what their mission was for their practice because everything was halted it was the best opportunity for dentists to stop and ask themselves those questions and get access to the frameworks that help them this understand and identify this is what i am going to delegate this is how i am going to look out into the horizon horizon two years but then back it out so it's not so overwhelming so i'm not just continually in the grind every day not sure if i'm working towards what i really want to be working towards and it's been it's been incredible i was shocked that the large majority of our dentists uh did as well in 2020 as they did in 2019 we even had a few that outperformed their numbers yeah. But they were very clear on they were very clear on on who they wanted to serve, how they wanted to connect with their patients. They were very dedicated to adapting and 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 working together as as a community in our sessions and and reaching out. So and that and I think that is what great leadership does too. They stay connected and and we're willing to adapt and try new things. And um, but to me, the framework holds it all together, and and that keeps that keeps busy business owners sane, <laughs> which is what we need. Well, and I, I definitely say that uh, that I even obviously God's in control of everything. I believe that COVID was part of it because it did make people stop and think. It did make people, as you said, how many people had to really think about their framework or their business? How many people had to really sort out a business plan or, or maybe rethink their business? And they had some time, right? You had a lot of dentists who were in many states were completely shut down. And right. uh, they were able to say, okay, well, how do I re-gear? And, and if you use that time productively, no pun on the productive for Productive Dentist Academy, but if you use that time productively and you got it somebody at the academy, then you could really revamp that. Well, well, uh, Reagan, if you had to sum it all up, um, what would you say is uh, a summary of, of, of how can everyone, whether you're a dentist, a business owner, uh, whether you're operating a mom and pop's business or, or maybe just you're uh, a stay-at-home mom or a stay-at-home dad, what is it that you think is the key to being able to make an impact on uh, the, the people around you, your family, those around you, and, and then the world at large? What, what are some, what do you think is the key to that? I think we need to place more emphasis on self-care and making an impact with ourselves. 
we must be right with ourselves before we can expect to make any kind of, you, you will make an impact, JW, no matter what. So I think the question to ask yourself is what kind of impact kind of do you impact? want to make on yeah. others? Yeah. You could, you could interview, you could interview my podcast producer, Kashmir Fitch, and she could tell you she has been with me for several years and she's seen me uh, transform. I think she's, she's seen me run the gamut as a, as a leader and, and she's been um, really faithful in that journey. And it's been, it's been amazing. And it's taken, it's taken me honoring myself and giving myself value, um, you know, that I deserve that time. I think dentists in particular, but small business owners, no, just small business owners in general, they think of that as the soft work, the soft skills. And the soft skills are what really inform what the bigger picture is going to be. So I, I would say that that's how I think you can make the best impact is, is to get very clear about who you are and what your purpose and mission is. And then everything flows from there. You talked, you talked about self too. I was, uh, I was just rereading the book recently, the, the blue zones, uh, Dan Butner, you know, talks about these seven areas in the world that, uh, that, that people live longer and they're healthier. And one of them is down in Costa Rica. And uh, familiar with that area, and specifically the, the, the I believe it's in the Koya area, and and they found that the key to their success was uh, well, they were eating healthy, they were walking a lot, but one of the big things was they spent a lot of time with family, and it was on their porch, and uh, weekends were spent together in community. You know, not not with iPads and not with TVs and movies, but in community. So I think that's a good place to start. Is and that really is about getting right with yourself. And if you can be right with yourself, then not only are you stress-free and you live longer, but you make that positive impact on others as well. Oh, I've got our controlling idea, JW, for this episode. What is it? Be present. Ah, I like it. That's the title. Be, be present. present. Yeah, no. Well, how many times are we, how many times are we doing something and we're not present you know uh, how many times are you in a in a meeting and you're like what 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 did they say i do it i'm guilty of it i'm raise my hand uh, you know i'm guilty of it miriam who does our podcast here she's probably laughing right now thinking yeah yeah all of our meetings you're not present <laughs> at all and i think it's true we get distracted so you know it maybe instead of spending 15 minutes all over the place in a meeting spend five minutes present and they'd probably be more productive it, it made an absolute difference in the way i parent i can tell you that for sure yeah. Just being present instead of the kids don't listen to me, the kids don't X, Y, Z, the kids don't pick up the laundry. It was be present with them completely transformed. So through paying attention to myself and being present and honoring that I was able to make an impact around me. And, wow. and I think being present with every element of your business, honoring that and, and really focusing on it and getting, cutting out the noise. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Makes yeah. a difference. Reagan, it's been great. This has been fun. I, man, I know you're busy and I just appreciate you taking a few minutes and uh, you always cheer me up. You're always smiling. You're always laughing. You got a lot of good insight on life. Uh, what I visited up there a couple of years ago and uh, and I've been, I, I kept saying, told my wife, I said, we're going to get up there like once a year and just spend a week up there. And I still haven't, but it's on the, it's on that bucket list. Of course, I don't believe anybody went anywhere last year, did they? No, you will come back. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, Reagan, thank you. Uh, and everybody, we'll put the information for Productive Dentist Academy below, uh, Reagan's contact information. And we hope you liked it. If you like it, share it. Uh, if you really liked it, subscribe, and we'd love to have you back. Reagan, thanks again. Thank you, JW. Have a super day. This episode was brought to you by Support DDS. Sign up today for no contract services 
on supportdds.com.